Rebel Nation, are you ready? It's time for the Cannon Motors of Mississippi Rebel Yell Hotline. He gets the blocks he needs. He's in the end zone. Touchdown, Ole Miss. Right up the middle, David. Big gaping hole opened up. Touchdown, Ole Miss. Jackson Dart houses it. Gary Darby, Chuck Roundsville, Yancey Porter, and Gordon Ford bring you the latest on everything going on with Ole Miss Athletics. It's on the turf and the Rebels recover it. Gets control and the dunk. Oh my goodness gracious. Don't sit on the sidelines. Be part of the show. Text in your questions or comments at 662-426-1093. That's 662-426-1093. I guess you don't have to. But you need to. He hits one high and deep. Left field. Kane shading the eyes at the track, and it is gone. Let's get to it. Here's your host, Gary Darby. And we welcome you in, folks, to the Cannon Motors of Mississippi Rebel Yell Hotline. Gary, Chuck, Yancey with you today. Gordon Ford's going to be with us in the next segment. Then we've got Carl Lafferty, pitching coach of the Ole Miss baseball team. They get ready for the weekend to go to Hawaii, and so we'll do that. We need your text messages at 426-1093. That is 662-426-1093. Get your questions in. We'll grab those. Uh, We already have a few in, but let's do that. And, again, we'll give you injuries. We've got different things to get into. But now we bring in, as I like to say, the real talent. I did that last (laughs) week. We'll bring you guys in this week. How are we doing? Hey, who's who's the other pitcher that got hurt? A fresh was there? A yeah, freshman? Taylor uh, Taylor Job, I believe his name. God, that Chucky really been pitching well, mm-hmm. um, firing it in there ninety three, ninety four. Uh, Taylor Rab, yeah, Rab, excuse me, um, from uh, Greenville, South Carolina. From Greenville, South Golly, Carolina. man, I tell you what, this 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 stuff is starting to bug me. How many kids? Not just at Ole Miss either. I mean, some fans want to say, "Oh, it's just at Ole Miss." It's not. It's all over the. Country. The average is three point five Tommy Johns per team. No, because it's crazy on the local show that I do, like on Thursdays in the in the in the AM, it's a Northwest Community College show. Yeah, and they have now they've lost four, yeah. four at Northwest, just at Northwest. Yeah. That's insane. It's three point five national average. No, no speculation. Now, what's causing this? We got to figure this com- out. I think a combination of things, and I, I'm I'm one that is in and around not travel baseball anymore, but summer and fall baseball. And I just don't think guys are resting enough. Yeah, I don't think they're resting enough. Yep. and that starts at a young young, young age. Yep. I just don't think they're resting enough or going to play another sport and doing, you know, I mean, go play football, but you got to give that arm and that shoulder and everything some time. Well, it's an unnatural motion. That's right. You got to give yourself some time, some time to rest. I think Richard last week had a mm-hmm. doctor on yeah. the show mm-hmm. that that's what he said. He just said sometimes they just need to rest. So all this speculation about. Throwing curves too early? No. When I you're like I mean, that, 10 years old. It has some of it, yes. It's it has some, some of it. It's, it's also mechanics. You're, you're, you're repeating those bad mechanics so repetitively a lot more than you used to. 
and it's just wear and tear. Um, you know, it's just not resting enough. So when they come back, most of them are just as strong or stronger, if, if not stronger. And but does it does it why last? That's, that's why that's not really a, a fear of it happening for a lot of players because they're like, hey, I'll even you know I'll throw three or four more ticks on my fastball. So, but so so it lasts the well, operation with some, but with not some. at all. And oh, really? You've yeah. seen you've seen several that, that have it twice and Ooh. and still come back. I mean, Ooh. if you look at um, Degrom, you know, there in the MLB. Yeah, but he's he's not that flame throwing guy anymore. After the second be. time, you yeah. know, yeah, 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 yeah. and so it, and, and each guy responds. It's just like doing the knee surgeries in basketball, right? I yeah. mean. Some guys come back from it better than others can. It's and disturbing, though. It is. To see that many kids. It is. It yeah. is. It's a shame. Someone like Taylor that was pitching so well that the fans, nobody had ever even heard of him, really, except for probably his family and the baseball teammates. But, you know, God, that was. was and Revis. Yeah. Revis and, was going to be a weekend starter, right? Yeah, sure. Sure. Um, it's just, it, it is what it is. Hmm. Opening part brought to you by First South Farm Credit, 100 years of experience. You can check them out for South Farm Credit. Yancey, you got two minutes to get those things in. Oxford Steakhouse, or pardon me, Outback Steakhouse, and our friend Steve Grantham, who operates those in Mississippi and Tennessee. Yeah, first of all, the South Carolina hoop game was simply a missed opportunity. The Rebels had them right where they wanted with five minutes left, down by three in the Cots Reeling. But Ole Miss only scored one of their last 11 offensive possessions, and they still only lost by a bucket. I hope that game doesn't come back to haunt them come tournament selection time. Thought number two, the play from offensive center Jamarian Sharp in the second half of the South Carolina game was the best he's looked all season. Sharp was active on both ends of the court. The Rebels really need to find a way to get Sharp and Cissé playing consistently. That will be the difference in Ole Miss making the tournament or not. Thought number three, Keith Carter has done a masterful job since he's been at Ole Miss. And this is really my first complaint, but why are they spending $30 million on the baseball expansion for just 450 club seats? The outfield needed to be addressed at first, and the cost wouldn't be nearly as expensive to build those club seats. Thought number four, I predicted, I predicted the fans of Ole Miss are going to be pleasantly surprised with the depth of this Ole Miss pitching staff. The only question remains is just how deep in the game will the starting pitchers go? If not, there's a lot of arms behind them. And the last thought of the day, the two freshmen that I predict will have the biggest impact on the Ole Miss squad this season are second baseman Braden Randall um, out of Rockwall, Texas, and left-handed pitcher uh, Wes Mendez out of Orlando. These are two uh, true freshmen that are going to be special. Gordon Ford joins us next. When you think car, we want you to think Canon. Whether you're in the market for gas, hybrid, or electric vehicles, our team has got you covered. We're invested in your future and in seeing that you have the experience you deserve, even after you get your car. Pre-order or bring home a new Chevrolet Silverado or a Chevrolet pre-owned vehicle from Canon Chevrolet of Oxford today. And remember, when the smoke clears, nobody beats a Canon deal. Nobody. Chevrolet, find new roads. What does the farm mean to you? Maybe it's a piece of land for production, crops, or cattle. Or maybe the farm is just a place you can go to relax or enjoy the outdoors. Whatever the farm means to you, First South Farm Credit can help you finance or refinance that perfect piece of land. We've been financing farms and land 
since 1916 with competitive rates and flexible terms. For more information, go to FirstSouthland.com. Equal housing lender. Cannon Cleary McGraw is ranked Oxford's number one real estate firm because of fans like you. The agents of Cannon Cleary McGraw are true experts in their field, and it shows with hundreds of five-star reviews and unwavering commitment to their clients. Cannon Cleary McGraw experts specialize in game day condos, seasonal townhomes, and high-end single-family homes. If you are on the sidelines and ready to get in the game, give a Cannon Cleary McGraw agent a call today at 662-371-1000. Tilt the odds in your favor of getting what you want with the best service in Oxford at Cannon Cleary McGraw real estate. Oxford Orthopedic and Sports Medicine Board Certified Surgeons are specially trained for you and your family. From dad's knee replacement to your son's football injury. Leaders in orthopedic care. Oxford Orthopedic can treat any of your orthopedic needs close to home. Locations in Oxford, Batesville, Grenada, Hernando, Cleveland, Calhoun City, and Pontotoc. Official orthopedic team physicians for Ole Miss Athletics. To make an appointment, call 662-513-2000 or visit OxfordOrtho.org. If you're in the market for a fine piece of jewelry, there's only one name to know, Van Atkins. Serving its customers since 1939, Van Atkins has been voted the best estate jeweler in Mississippi multiple times. With great locations to serve you in historic downtown New Albany and on the square in Oxford, Van Atkins is the place to go. Whether it's a piece for yourself or for that special someone, Van Atkins is the easy decision. And like Chuck always says, you know she's worth it. Campbell Clinic Orthopedics, a national and international leader in musculoskeletal care, are the ones to trust when it comes to orthopedic needs, such as sports medicine, pediatrics, hip and knee, spine, shoulder and elbow, foot and ankle, hand and wrist, as well as cast and x-ray services, along with a physical therapy department. To make an appointment, call 901-759-3111 or schedule online now at www.campbellclinicoxford.com. They also offer a convenient weekly walk-in clinic Monday through Friday from 7.30 a.m. until 4 p.m. Campbell Clinic Oxford, located at 2608 South Lamar Boulevard. You're listening to the Rebel Yell Hotline, presented by Cannon Motors. 662-426-1093. We have questions about the baseball roster. We're going to find out whether or not Chuck in his high school days hit a half-court shot to win a state championship because that question has been posed. Uh, we have that uh, coming up and other things that we can get to. Uh, we'll bring in Gordon Ford, who will join us, and this portion of the program brought to you by Gateway Tire, serving you since 1929, 54 locations, six different states. Gateway Tire goes the distance for you. Gordon, did you ever hit a half-court shot to win a state championship game? No, I never did. No, <laughs> and neither did I. No, maybe Hey, maybe Chuck at Van Atkins oh. did, but not Chuck, not Chuck at the Ole Miss Spirit. I did hit one from the top of the key to win a state championship. All right, we'll we'll expand on that a little bit in our uh, text message portion of the program. Gordon, how are we doing on this Monday? Doing very well. How about yourself, Gary? Doing just fine. Um, you know, any any other opportunity to do this on a, on a Monday night is good by me and. We get to get in here and, and talk about a little thing, and I'll let uh, these guys take over here. Go. So Kentucky to, to snap a two-game losing streak, and they've lost two or three in a row. Three in a row at Rupp for the first time ever. Wow. Ever. Amazing. Mm. So they'll have their stinger out. It was 1976. They actually lost early. And, I mean, and there were players like Rick Roby and Jay Shidler and guys like that playing back then. But, you know, another thing, too, with people haven't brought up they haven't been to the Sweet 16 since 2018, and that's six years ago. Wow. 
Yeah, and Calipari's got a lifetime contract, doesn't he? Yeah, why, why would you have to do that at Kentucky? You don't have to give that incentive. That's the premier spot in the country. I don't know. It's the same reason why they give way, Jimbo. Guys, one, one national championship has more players on NBA rosters than probably any coach around. And uh, had a losing season there, too. And, you know, they fired Tubby Smith and people like that for that type of thing. And, you know, Cal's just got him snookered there, man. They they believe in him. Gee, man, let's go back to this South Carolina game so we can move forward here. You know, I thought it was really a big miss opportunity. Ole Miss, is, they cut it from 17-3 to three with five minutes left. Uh, they only score one possession on their last 11 offensive possessions. And I looked at the, the advanced metrics of this team, and I was telling Gary, Ole Miss is number 20 in offensive efficiency in the country. They're number 138 in defensive efficiency. That's kind of usually the opposite. Beard is always a very defensive mind team. What is it? I mean, you know, you got a defensive coach. Um, is it just too many players? Brought back that just aren't big defenders, Chuck. I mean, what what's what's the lack of defense from? I think I think you said it earlier when we had our little pre-show meeting. I don't think we crashed the board. Yeah, I really don't. It's I, the second and third chances that yeah. the opponents just get. killing them. Yeah, just killing them. I think I think we play decent defense, but we don't play good perimeter defense, and we don't crash the board. So I, I mean, that that equals 138, and and it dejects you when you stop them once. You know, you go through all that from mm-hmm. you know 35, 34, whatever to you know key down, and then they get a rebound, and sometimes they got to do it again. They get another rebound, and then you got to, you know, it's like you get a turnover on defense and offense, and the offense turns it over on the first play. You got to go back on defense, and you get another. It just is. I don't know. It's a, it's a tough deal, but they've got to get that fixed. They got too many good teams coming up too many good opportunities i still think it's right there in front of them g man what what do you think they have to do against kentucky to get a dub well believe it or not they kind of match up with kentucky kentucky's kind of a guard oriented team they had that croatian who had a really good game coming out against georgia uh and i'm just going to call him c they got this nigerian who plays for them who's a banger they got Trey Mitchell, who's an inside player. And then they got really about three or four guards that play well. Shepard, whose dad played there when they won the national championship. Uh, Wagner, uh, and Antonio Reeves and Dillingham. Uh, I think this is a team that if our guards play defense and our big players get in there and do what they're supposed to do, we have a good shot at beating them. Cause I mean, Trey Mitchell's their inside guy and he's about six nine and you know, we kind of, I mean, this is a team that's a little bit smaller that, you know, I mean, they've got some height as far as these seven footers, but they're not really offensive oriented. So I think, uh, you know, if we get in there and do what we're supposed to do, that being CSA and, and sharp and block shots and stuff, I think we got a shot at winning. And I thought it was interesting that in the game, Chuck and, and Gary and G Man, I know G Man, we talked about it uh, a little bit earlier this morning, but. You know, he Beard sent a message. He took three of the starters out for the second half, and he put in Brandon Murray and Nunez and and Sharp, and and you know took out Brightfield and Juju. I mean, who had ever thought that? And and Cisse, and they cut it down from seventeen to three points. Uh, they started playing defense. I believe they gave up gave up what uh, G 
43 points in the first half and 18 in the second half. So defensively, it obviously worked. Um, offensively, you know, going one for your last 11 on possessions there again on one bucket game the whole time. Oh, it was right there. I don't know if there's a happy mix. What, what, what do you think? I think one thing is he pulled a Bob Wellick on him because, you know, when, you know, he was a night guy too. And the thing is, is when they played uh, the other night that, you know, he just got fed up, man. And finally he said, you know, screw it. I'm, I'm going to play the guys that hustle and play and got them back in the game. You're right. They didn't hit the shots, but I mean, he took some key players like Juju out wasn't playing defense, Brakefield not playing defense. And I'll put it this way, man, he'll put those guys on the bench. I mean, he's got other players. And I don't think you're going to see the lack of defense uh, as much as you've been seeing it. I think he's sending a message. I do, too. I like them having this week off after that game. Now those players have a week to sit on that and say, hey, you know, my playing time – Juju, Brakefield, two main guys there. You know, I might not get it if I don't start playing defense. So maybe Chucky, he's, he's trying to get it, the, the ship corrected. Well, Jamin is, is an important piece of this team, but man, he can't guard the water bucket. Yeah. I mean, he's had, he has trouble lateral movement. He doesn't have much lateral movement and, and not much jumping ability, but, but he's a good basketball player. Really good basketball player. When he player. puts it all together. Yeah. Uh, but, Defensively, I mean, let's be honest, he's a liability. And what's so surprising is you, you saw, uh, G, you saw two guys they brought in that were the defensive conference player of the years there in CSA and, and Sharp. And Sharp had that great 10, 15 minutes, uh, you know, against South Carolina. Then earlier this season, what did he get? 10, 12, 13 blocks. I can't remember against the non-conference. And CSA's had a couple games where he's had his moments defensively. Uh, Central Florida and then one of the recent SEC games, I can't, doesn't, but neither one of them have been consistently defensively. I think that's probably been the biggest surprise for Beard in this season, Chucky. Well, it might have been, but you know, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm so SEC bullish that I think these guys are coming against people sharp particularly that he hadn't played against played against yeah yeah the three losses that kentucky has at home 94 91 to florida 103 92 to tennessee and 89 85 to gonzaga golly a lot of points a lot of points scored in those three games so what is they dropped 109 on vandy in the win that they've had they don't play in the last door right (laughs) Right. so there's an opportunity for Ole Miss to score with them and they're the number 20 efficient rated offense although look like and following as I do for, you know, another gig, there's seven guys that are on the mock draft for 2024. Four first-round picks on this team that they're going You're to play. You're kidding me. No. And well, you they know, got five players in double figures now, averaging double And figures. here's the funny thing about Ole Miss. They're number 10 in three-point field goal percentage, but number 118 in three-point efficiency. So that means they're not taking many of them. I mean, they got guys that can fill it up. I say shoot the daggone thing. They better on the better tomorrow night. It may be one of those 80, 90 point nights to, to win it's the game. Upper eighties, definitely. Yeah. I think it's gonna be a eighty something, eighty something game. G, we're up against the break. We appreciate you joining us, all right? Thank no you, problems. G. Good talking to y'all. Thank you for having me back. We'll talk to you next week. Got the text messages next at four two six one oh nine three plus more on tonight's Cannon Motors Mississippi Rebel Yell Hotline. I guess it's
Can you imagine years of hard work and saving, and now you're worried about outliving your retirement savings? Paxton Faris and the Faris Group have over 20 years and a process working towards success, not stress, after retirement. To know how you can truly enjoy a level of comfort and security, talk to the Faris Group. Retirement should be stress-free, not stressful. The Faris Group, farisgroup.com, offices in Oxford and Jackson. The Faris Group, your partner in retirement. Securities offered through LPL Financial, member FINRA, and SIPC. Big Delta Power Sports on Cracker Barrel Drive in Batesville celebrates 20 years in business this year. Check out the great selection now of major brands like Honda, Polaris, Can-Am, Yamaha, and Kawasaki. Featuring the most fun off the road and on the road. Motorcycles, ATVs, and side-by-sides. Zero-turn mowers. Plus, you'll find generators by Honda and Polaris. And Big Delta is your steel power equipment dealer. Celebrating 20 years in business, whether it's work or play. Big Delta Power Sports in Batesville. Outback Steakhouse knows steak. Even better, the grills are always hot and ready for your favorites. There's nothing better than pairing a bold steak with a blooming onion and one of our signature cocktails. Drop in for a great lunch or dinner anytime for awesome food and a blooming good time. Either way, Outback has your back. Visit their locations in Tupelo, Hattiesburg, Meridian, South Haven, Diabraville, and Flowood, Mississippi. Also serving Jackson and Cordova, Tennessee. Outback Steakhouse. House cleaning is just one of those things you gotta do. But life is busy, and the great folks at Brittany's Cleaning Services understand that and are here to help. They provide professional cleaning services for residential, commercial, and rental properties. Reliable, honest, experienced cleaners with affordable pricing. Servicing Olive Branch, Tupelo, Water Valley, Bruce, Holly Springs, Pontotoc, Oxford, Baylor, New Albany, South Haven, Senatobia, and Batesville. Call for more information at 662-202-8868 and follow them on social media. That's Brittany's Cleaning Services, LLC. Hey, Rebel fans, want to be more involved with Ole Miss? Well, join the Grove Collective, the exclusive Ole Miss NIL program. With the new name, image, and likeness law, Rebel fans now have the opportunities to support and elevate Ole Miss student-athletes. And the Grove Collective has created a unified portal to amplify that support. As part of the Grove Collective, your support opens access to special events, fan experiences, merchandise, and marketing opportunities with student-athletes. To find out more and to become part of the Grove Collective NIL program, visit thegrovecollective.com. Hotty toddy and go Rebs. More of the Rebel Yell Hotline, presented by Cannon Motors, coming up next. All right, friends, we've got Carl Lafferty coming up in the second half of the show. We've got your text messages to get into now, and let's go ahead and, and talk about Chuck and his high school basketball days. <laughs> now, the text came in to, and, and said they had heard you had the half-court shot to win the state championship uh, when you were in high school. That's not totally true, but you did hit a shot. Yeah, 52 years ago. <laughs> yeah, but so, that's okay. That matter. You, that you hit the matter. shot, right? Yeah, hard yeah, about it, yeah. too. Yeah. And it, How it, many it, seconds left? Uh, is that the buzzer? At the buzzer. To win, to win it. To tie, it was tied it's, game, 61-61. Who's y'all playing? Uh, Jackson, out of Jackson. School out of Jackson. And uh, my my coach told me, said, uh, I threw a pass behind the back, and it went out of bounds, and my, my coach – Called timeout and said, "You ain't no Pete Maverick." <laughs> and I said, "I said, I said, I said, Coach, it's Maravich." He said, "You ain't him either." <laughs> no, had fun though. Had fun. And and then we get uh, the question of what is the makeup of the baseball team going to be? Freshmen, transfers, older guys. What do we think? All of it. I mean, they yeah. brought in they brought in the number three transfer portal class. Went heavy, I think, eight or nine guys in that, and brought in a 
bundle of JUCO guys and, and freshmen. I mean, it's 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 a nice mixture. I mean, they're they didn't want to go real young all at once, especially what happened after last year. They needed some experienced guys, but um, I really only expect, and I, I don't expect a lot of freshmen to make a big impact, but those two that I mentioned, and there's going to be a, a couple more that are going to make an impact as well. Um, I think um, Smithwick, uh, is, is, you know, I didn't put him in that group. I, by fault there, he should be in that group. Smithwick, uh, you know, Danko said, yeah, he could be the best that – um, you know, best freshman he's ever had as a catcher there, and I got a chance to watch him up close for Boy, a couple that's years. Some high cotton. Man, he is some kind of good. <laughs> we've had some great catchers come through here, in my opinion. Taylor, I mean, uh, Chuck, this guy can hit the ball. He's not going to be, you know, streaky kind of hitter. He can hit it, and, and he's got that Dunhurst arm. I mean, it's just like, That's wow. what I like more than the hitting part. Me of too. I mean, if he can hit his, a little bit over his weight, I'm okay with yeah, that. No, I no. want him to receive it and throw it. That's yeah. what no, I, he can run. I he's fast. I understand. He's, he can get you 15, if we get it all, 20 that's the bases. plus, right? He's got more tools than any of them. That's the plus, in. right? Yeah. yeah. When you get but that, that arm, awesome. when you watch that arm, yeah. he, he can throw it from his knees and just like, I mean, you're just, wow. Yeah, he's, uh, he's going to be special. Um, definitely should add him in those thoughts and those two players to make the biggest. I already th- think of him as like a junior. So but of good. the lineup that yeah. Mike threw out at yeah. the press conference, yeah. that's it, freshman-wise. Yeah. Everything else already been here or transferred in for this season. But I, th- I think this it's going to be musical chairs for a while, don't y'all? No doubt. No, mm-hmm. there, There's so much depth. I mean, it's just it's crazy. I mean, we were talking about it earlier, like three – you know, second basemans and the right. corner infield, they're going to start off, you know, with Fisher and Ross there, you know, first and third, but that could change a couple times. I mean, Leger can play third base. Leger can play left field. Your corner outfield tracing The Tracy Hughes, you yeah. know, he's a center fielder naturally, but obviously with Groff there, I mean, there's so much depth. I, I don't remember as being as deep as this. What you just want is for those superstars at the top to emerge as well. Groff the center fielder and Hill the shortstop, and then everything else is going to play itself out here yeah. in these early well, games. Smithwick. And Smithwick. He's going to be the catcher. Yeah. And I hope that toe's okay for him to go this weekend. We'll, we'll get it. I'm not we'll going to worry the, about this Hawaii trip. I want to. I just want to see how how he's going to juggle the lineup and try to s- settle on who's who's what and where. Another freshman, Trenton Lyons, keeping the air on uh, on him. He's uh, kind of a utility guy. He's at a Christian Brothers. Um, played catcher, played third base. He can play a little bit of everything, but uh, he could. He might be a DH candidate. He can really swing that bat. Text message is brought to you by Cannon Cleary McGraw at ccmoxford.com. The Rebel Injury Report brought to you by Oxford Orthopedics and Sports Medicine. Their website is oxfordortho.com. Well, what do we know? We've already talked about it. Yeah. Uh, Rab and Rivas uh, with the with the Tommy John surgery coming up, uh, elbow issues, and oh, you know, it's that third year in a row. Yeah, that that Bianco's had some suffering. Because of that, Hunter Elliott, Riley Maddox, who's now back, you know. Uh, Listen, it's uh, the Sunday starter, yeah. which is the fourth game. Uh, they're going to play a doubleheader Saturday, which are like, man, I'm jealous I'm not on that trip. Good gosh. Mm. Yeah, so is my, my wife. and wasn't really happy that I uh, didn't take the trip. <laughs> yeah, you should have. <laughs> we couldn't work that in. We couldn't work that in. I've got a lot of home games that I'm going to be doing early. Uh, with Kellum traveling for basketball, which, of course, 
she's like, uh, you know, we love Oxford. We love living here, but you could have taken me to Hawaii, and that didn't work out. <laughs> well, I, I, I think it's going to be a good test. Hawaii is preseason number 42 in the net RPI for baseball. They had a solid season last year. I believe bring back seven everyday starters, uh, two of their weekend pitchers. So they're going. It's not going to be just uh, uh, easy breezy over there. It's it's going to be some good good competition. But it's going to be what I think they need. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Get them first With of all. With this many new players, I mean, quickly young guys learn what it's like to travel <laughs> because that's part of the whole thing too. Sure. Later as the schedule goes, how to get on time, be there, do what you got to do, take care of your business. And then you get a double dip to, to, to go through on Saturday. It will be fun for them, yeah, but it's some business to be done over there, too. Yeah, I mean, you only return one of your starters in the field, and you, and you only return one of your weekend pitchers. Thought of it was going to be two. Um, so, uh, you know, excuse me, two instead of three there. It's a, so many new faces that you don't, want, you don't want to go into a top five matchup with that many new faces. All right, friends, we'll come back. We'll get deeper into this with our guy Carl Lafferty. He's on the other side of things. It is the Cannon Motors of Mississippi Rebel Yell Hotline. seat at a cocktail in the sports bar to watch the game on one of their many big screen TVs. Move on into the middle bar for some great live music Thursday, Friday, and Saturday night. Enjoy a breeze, a beer, and a ball game out in their patio as well. Stop in for happy hour from 3 to 7 during the weekdays. Have a big old time at the biggest bar in town. Meet you at the Brary, the library sports bar on South 11th in Oxford. Cannon Cleary McGraw is ranked Oxford's number one real estate firm because of fans like you. The agents of Cannon Cleary McGraw are true experts in their field, and it shows with hundreds of five-star reviews and unwavering commitment to their clients. Cannon Cleary McGraw experts specialize in game day condos, seasonal townhomes, and high-end single-family homes. If you are on the sidelines and ready to get in the game, give a Cannon Cleary McGraw agent a call today at 662-371-1000. Tilt the odds in your favor of getting what you want with the best service in Oxford at Cannon Cleary McGraw real estate. Roof leaks can disturb your relaxing weekend or put your business operations and assets in jeopardy. Riverland Roofing is a licensed, insured, and certified roofing contractor that offers clients quality solutions that suit their budget. As a certified GAF master contractor, Riverland can offer warranties that can last a lifetime, servicing five states, including Mississippi and Tennessee. Owned and operated by Ole Miss alumni, Riverland Roofing covers what matters most, home or business. Find out more at RiverlandLLC.com or 
call 844-901-ROOF. Make Lenora's in Oxford your go-to dinner play this season. Their daily ravioli is always amazing, and you cannot go wrong with the decadent crawfish mac and cheese. They have an excellent variety of seafood dishes, and their ribeyes and fillets are cooked to perfection every time. Have a taste of the weekend on Wine Wednesdays, too. Call for your reservation today at 662-236-1144. That's 236-1144. Located at 309 North Lamar. Great food and great vibes. It's a winning combination. Hey, cheers, and see you at Lenora's. When you think car, we want you to think Canon. Whether you're in the market for gas, hybrid, or electric vehicles, our team has got you covered. We're invested in your future and in seeing that you have the experience you deserve, even after you get your car. Pre-order or bring home a new Chevrolet Silverado or a Chevrolet pre-owned vehicle from Canon Chevrolet of Oxford today. And remember, when the smoke clears, nobody beats a Canon deal. Nobody. Chevrolet, find your road. Outback Steakhouse knows steak. Even better, the grills are always hot and ready for your favorites. There's nothing better than pairing a bold steak with a blooming onion and one of our signature cocktails. Drop in for a great lunch or dinner anytime for awesome food and a blooming good time. Either way, Outback has your back. Visit their locations in Tupelo, Hattiesburg, Meridian, South Haven, Diabraville, and Floyd, Mississippi. Also serving Jackson and Cordova, Tennessee. Outback Steakhouse. Are you looking for a quality used car at a price fit for your budget? No Worries Automotive Group has locations in Batesville, Olive Branch, South Haven, and Memphis. No credit check, no driver's license, no worries. Every vehicle comes with a 30-month, 30,000-mile service contract. Let our friendly and knowledgeable sales staff help you find the car you deserve. Remember, we have locations in Batesville, Olive Branch, South Haven, and Memphis. Find us anytime, anywhere at NoWorriesCars.com. Ole Miss football, basketball, baseball, and more are all right here on the Rebel Yell Hotline, presented by Cannon Motors. Hey, the Paris Group, they're our partner in retirement. Two decades of expertise in helping retirees invest and distribute their savings. The Paris Group gives unparalleled level of service and delivers results. Ridgeland, Oxford, Little Rock, Baton Rouge. You give them a call at one 327 Three seven three five, and Carl, don't take this as a hint. You need to retire at any time soon. Um, but we welcome you to the program. We do want to ask, so because we were talking with with Clem last week about how long he's been here and on the staff with Mike, and that led us to talking about you and your time with this baseball team. Too, how many years does this make with you and Ole Miss baseball? Oh man, uh, guys, I actually don't know off the top of my head. Um, <laughs> I, y'all can do the math for me. I started back uh, for the 06 season, so the fall of 05. Okay. Uh, so uh, I've, I've been here a little bit, man. Uh, and as a player? Uh, as a player, it was 98 through 2001, so four years as a player. Um, so, yeah, it's it, it's been a minute. Uh, and it, uh, as you guys know, Oxford is a is an easy place to, uh, to call home, and I've uh, certainly been very fortunate to be at my alma mater this long. Carl, uh, you know, looking down the roster here, and we don't know what all these new faces are going to do, but potential-wise, guys, I see 16 pitchers that can be high-level guys for you. Have you gone into a season with this much depth? Um, where do we compare, so to speak, depth-wise from, from the past few years? Uh, uh, I mean, obviously, uh, I think we're a lot better off than last year. Uh, 
you know, just from a depth standpoint. And that, that was a focus uh, as we transitioned into the summer and, of course, recruiting across last season. Um, probably the, the toughest thing about last year, uh, not only were the injuries to the pitching staff and, and those guys in prominent roles like, you know, Hunter and, and, and Josh, uh, it was just uh, the lack of depth uh, behind them from uh, with all several guys to the draft and, and some things didn't go our way. Uh, in that regard, and that, you know, showed up in the spring. So, you know, we made a focus to try, try to get guys out of the portal, uh, to try to sign junior college left-handed pitching, uh, to try to sign high-end high school pitching, uh, and I think we accomplished that. And, uh, you know, you wake up and, and today, like you said, there's there are a lot of new faces and a lot of talented faces, and, uh, you know, I think the, the big challenge for Mike is, you know, really just figuring out roles. Um, of course, we have some returners. You know, like, uh, you know, JT and Sonia and, you know, others that, you know, have some experience that, you know, hope for you know, making a step forward. But, you know, the, the preseason before we get to conference play is, you know, about figuring out roles for guys and, you know, who are best and what spots to help us win baseball games and ultimately weekends. Give us a little insight on, uh, we, we know about Riley Maddox. He's coming off TJ surgery and, um, he, he had a few, appearances last year but he really wasn't himself yet uh we know about sonia we know about quinn but we don't know a lot about gunner dennis who who y'all said was going to be one of the starters out in hawaii give us a little insight on him yeah it it was funny uh you know brad henderson uh you know former teammate of mine that that does the the radio with dk he was in my office and he was you know asking me to go you know through the report with him and uh you know his comment you know, after I gave him the report, he's like, you know, God, I, I hate hitting, hitting off guys like that. You know, and, and what I told him was, hey, man, Gunner's a, you know, a left-hander. It's 88-92. Uh, fastball has some arm side, you know, run and sink. Uh, curveball slider changeup. I mean, it's a four-pitch mix, and he just floods the strike zone. So, uh, you know, of course, Brad was, a you know, obviously a, a great hitter, a Hall of Fame hitter here at Ole Miss. But the, the point in what he was saying was when you have a guy that's not going to pitch in patterns, uh, a guy that can throw any pitch in any count, and there's four var- variations of that pitch, and he can continue to deliver. It just makes hitting hard. So the the byproduct is you get a lot of quick outs, a lot of ground balls, a lot of pop ups, and even punch outs when you need to. And and that's what Gunner has done since he's you know stepped on campus from what he did all fall, and, and certainly continues to this spring. Raleigh Maddox, a guy that came in as a reliever and obviously had the arm injury there, then came back as a reliever. You're giving him a start uh, this weekend, an unusual matchup with four games instead of three-game weekend matchup. Do you see that role staying for him moving forward, or he's just kind of trial by error? No, I absolutely think Riley could be a starter. Um, you know, one of the things that Riley does well, first and foremost, is he's a real competitor and he's a strike thrower. And, and probably how he's evolved is – you know, I think when you, you watched him come into, you know, the college game as a freshman, he was a guy that was kind of, you know, kicking and stomping around out there and just trying to throw the heck out of it. And he would have a fastball that, you know, he could even run up to 95 or 96 at times. Um, I think what he's really done this fall and this spring is, man, he has a really good sinker and he understands, you know, pitching in the low nineties and, and keeping that, uh, that pitch, particularly at the bottom of the strike zone. It's a lot of ground balls and a lot of quick outs. And on the, the flip side, he's also done a couple other things. He had a good changeup, but he's even improved it a little more. Uh, he's, he's given it a little more sink. Uh, he's also developed a, a better slider, which I think has really kind of made him go. Uh, it's tougher on right-handers. He can throw it in on left-handers. 
And, and the combination of that is, you know, let him to have a really good fall and, and continue to do that throughout the spring. So, um, you know, make no mistake about it. And, and again, it's, it's how, it's how guys evolve. Uh, a lot of our better pitchers, uh, over the, you know, the course of time here started out in the bullpen and eventually ended up in starting roles. And, uh, he runs me, uh, I think he could be a guy like Will Etheridge. You know, Will Etheridge was a, you know, a sinker slider change up guy that, you know, pitched very well for us back in, uh, 19 when he got into a, a starting role. So I don't, uh, you know, I think the profiles are very similar. Talk to us a little bit about uh, what y'all have seen out of Sonia. He was kind of up and down last year as a true freshman. Uh, y'all put a lot of weight on him, and and sometimes he he responded, and sometimes he didn't. So, what makes you feel like sophomore year is going to be different? Well, I think it's you know the the learning curve is steep for freshmen in our league. Uh, I think that's across the board. Uh, you know, there weren't very many freshman arms that pitched in our league last year just because it's it's so difficult and and what i mean by difficult it's not just the players um if you you've looked at the trends across the last four or five years uh average velocity on fastball goes up you know about half a mile an hour every year but eras have continued to climb and and part of that is uh one the strike zones are a lot smaller so now you're dealing with a strike zone that's, when I say it's evaluated by, by track man or automated, it's, it's not automated to the point that balls and strikes are being called by a computer. But all those umpires get a CSV file and a track man report on their zone. <laughs> and so the way they're graded, you know, for their postseason assignments and how they're evaluated is they're looked at it, how many balls they called out of the zone, how many, you know, strikes or how many strikes they missed inside the zone and so on and so forth. So you've seen a strike zone that's gotten smaller. Uh, you've seen older hitters. Uh, I think the ball is more livelier than ever. So, so scoring's been at a premium, and that that makes it tough on freshmen. Uh, but not just him, but Quinn and, and other guys. Uh, I think you know your sophomore year, you have a you have a better idea. Uh, and specifically about about Sanye, I think he's really um, just grabbed a hold of the fact of hey, I'm just going to flood the strike zone with four pitches. Uh, and sometimes that's hard because you, you take a kid that's coming from high school who never gives up any hits, who always dominates, and, and that's just not going to be the case in the Southeastern Conference. So there's a little bit of a shell shock. There's a little bit of a smaller zone, not to mention they had to deal with a 20-second pitch clock that put, put them in fast forward. <laughs> so for that freshman class, and then, of course, what they had to do in their roles being, being pushed forward, I think it was difficult. Um, I think it was uh, – I don't think you really saw that, you know, across any team in our league. Um but I'm I, I'm thankful now because I do think it will bear fruit. I, do, I think they're better for it. I think they're mentally tougher, uh, and I think they're ready to you know kind of take a, a step up uh, in their role and their performance as they move into their sophomore years. Speaking of freshmen and, and the transition, a guy that has filled it up as you call it with any pitch is Wes Mendez from the scrimmages I've seen. Um, I think he's going to be special. I don't know when it's going to be that point. What is the role for him? Is he going to start off as a midweek guy as a starter or bring him out of the bullpen, kind of easy as the season goes? What 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 is his role right now? Well, first thing is you're exactly right. I think the kid has a chance to be special. Um, it's really, really just elite stuff from the left side. Uh, I don't think Mike has announced a, a midweek start or a midweek starter for Arkansas State, you know, next week. Uh, so certainly this week, obviously he'll pitch out of the bullpen. And, you know, I think we're, we're trying to be cognizant of everything we just talked about for those guys last year. Yeah. And, 
I think you're you're going to try to you know obviously you're going to use him because he's one of our best pitchers, uh, but try to you know put him in positions to have some success to you know get his feet underneath him and and let him just kind of you know take off as the season goes on. But uh, he's certainly a guy that you can see in a, a very prominent role for us this year. When you signed uh, Liam Doyle out of Coastal Carolina, I I'd made a mental note, Carl, that I thought he'd probably be a weekend starter, but obviously he's not at that point yet where is he in your estimation well he's a guy you're going to see out of the the bullpen early and if you looked at his uh, track record last year you know he pitched out of the pen uh, at coastal so it's something he's done and familiar with and uh liam has a i mean he has strikeout type stuff it's a really really good fastball uh that that plays harder than even the velocity at times it's a good split change and his sliders really started to develop uh, probably, you know, you go, well, hey, man, could he start? Yeah, he could absolutely end up starting. I think there's, you know, several guys, him, Kyler Carmack, uh, Ryan Rodriguez. There's certainly Mason Morris even. There's certainly other guys that could be potential starters down the road. Um, and, I, and I think Liam's obviously, you know, one of those candidates. I think, you know, right now, uh, I think if he were on the phone talking with us, he would say, that, you know, he wasn't as consistent with his stuff as he'd like to have been in the preseason. Uh, and I think that's something that as he continues to get out there and get reps and get innings, we'll get, you know, nothing but better and better. Um, and the main thing I love about the kid is he's a real competitor. He's tough. He's not going to back away from it. Uh, and obviously you'll see him this weekend at, in Hawaii, but, uh, you know, it's kind of one of those things, like I said at the beginning of the conversation, we've got to, we've got to really just figure out, you know, who are our best starters, who are our best back end guys, who are our best mid relievers. And, and certainly that's what you're going to use these four non-conference weekends and, and midweek four to, you know, to get everything lined up the way you want it to, or the way you want it when you hit SEC play. Is uh, Josh Mallett's back to his old self or, or better? Yeah. You know, Josh's look great. Um, you know, that's the, it was exciting because, you know, Tommy John surgeries, you, you know, everybody responds to them differently. Um, sometimes guys, when they get back, they have their command, but they don't have their stuff. Sometimes they have their stuff, but they don't have their command. Sometimes it takes, you know, 14, 15 months. Sometimes it's 11 or 12 months. It's, it's, you're really just based on the individual. Uh, but the exciting thing that we've seen from Josh is he's looked like his old self. Um, he probably hasn't been as sharp with his command to hitters as he would like, but that's, in his defense, he's had three weekends to do it, you know, basically, you know, six innings. Um, but the fastball's been 91-94. The shape of the slider and the way hitters respond to it in the box has been exactly what we saw, you know, in 2022. Uh, so we're very excited about him. Uh, I think he's he's right on pace and, you know, look forward to watch him uh, pitching in Honolulu. Coach, it's got to be uh, settling for you having got high leverage guys that have proven in the past, guys like Nichols and Mallets and Jones and Morrell and um, uh, Maddox, uh, you know, depending on what Riley does, if he's a starter or, or bullpen guy. But those five guys have, have proven they can pitch at a high level. Then you got some guys last year, you know, that were freshmen that were developing as the season went along, Ketchum and Tukey. And I mean, you got you got a pretty deep bullpen, don't you? Well, I think uh, any coach would tell you they've never had too much pitching. Uh, <laughs> I don't think that's ever been said. Uh, but you, you know, last year you, you you try to you know take lessons to make sure that you have enough enough depth. Um, we felt like we had that in 22 that uh, you know allowed guys to perform and come to the you know the forefront. 
And so I think the the there's similarities between that 22 staff and this staff and, and the way that uh, you don't know exactly how roles are going to shake out because once you start playing other competition, once guys start getting stretched out, because, you know, in, in the fall you only have guys throwing two to three innings, and that's because you – you don't want to go out there and throw them five to six innings. I mean, you're trying to manage workloads and, and things like that. Um, so it, it'll be interesting. And I think that's the, the big challenge for, you know, for Mike is just to figure out, you know, who responds to what situation, you know, who is best in what role and, and trying to, you know, get those pieces lined up. Uh, but I like the pieces. You know, I'm excited about the pieces. I, I like, uh, I like the fact that we've had more left-handed pitching this year than we've had mm-hmm. in, in years past. Uh, Austin Simmons has looked great. I mean, he is going to help. He's going to contribute, uh, you know, and he just needs more reps. And, and in his defense, they were, you know, busy winning 11 games over there in the fall, so they had a lot of stuff going on <laughs> and doing a hell of a job. But the more reps he gets just from, you know, feeling to land his breaking ball, uh, man, just the the better he's going to get. I mean, early he's been anywhere from ninety to ninety four with an eighty two mile an hour curveball, and mm. you know we'll throw the ball in the strike zone. Um, you know, obviously a, a left handed piece that we're excited about. Uh, appreciate that, Coach Kiffin, uh, <laughs> and, uh, and and and, all, and others. So um, excited to have some options. Coach, real quick, uh, Mason Morris is kind of a guy that makes that jump, kind of like a mallet's, you know, from his freshman and sophomore year. He's He's been pitching r- really well for you, hadn't he? Hey, we're up against the break, Carl. Go ahead and give a short answer there, please. Yeah, uh, he's been terrific. Focused on pitching, has a really good slider, really good sinker. Uh, been very pleased with how he's looked this, this spring. Thank you, Coach. We really, really appreciate good it. Good luck, in good Hawaii, luck there buddy. in Hawaii. All right, thanks, guys. Thank yes, sir. While we're talking about Hawaii, to those of you listening on Sports 56, that is snow on the ground in Memphis. Yes, it has been snowing in Memphis, and they've got a dusting there. Even those of you in DeSoto County and Marshall County have seen a little bit. Really? Tonight? Up north right now hmm. as we speak. All right, but it's not coming too far south. Yeah. Thanks, guys. No, it's warming up. Back to finish up next. I don't know she's all right. I don't know she's all right. She's all right. She's all right. Rebel fans, do you have real estate questions? Coldwell Banker Signature agents have the answers. Whether you're buying or selling, let the agents at Coldwell Banker Signature give you the home field advantage. Start your search now, www.oxford38655.com, or call them directly at 662-50-38655. Also, if you're thinking about a career in real estate, give Martin a call at 662-50-38655 to learn about the opportunities available. Find your home with Coldwell Banker Signature today. Never miss the game and never miss the party at the Library Sports Bar in Oxford. Grab a seat at a cocktail in the sports bar to watch the game on one of their many big screen TVs. Move on into the middle bar for some great live music Thursday, Friday, and Saturday night. Enjoy a breeze, a beer, and a ball game out in their patio as well. Stop in for happy hour from 3 to 7 during the weekdays. Have a big old time at the biggest bar in town. Meet you at the Brary, the Library Sports Bar on South 11th in Oxford. 
Are you looking for a quality used car at a price fit for your budget? No Worries Automotive Group has locations in Batesville, Olive Branch, South Haven, and Memphis. No credit check, no driver's license, no worries. Every vehicle comes with a 30-month, 30,000-mile service contract. Let our friendly and knowledgeable sales staff help you find the car you deserve. Remember, we have locations in Batesville, Olive Branch, South Haven, and Memphis. Find us anytime, anywhere at NoWorriesCars.com. Cannon Cleary McGraw is ranked Oxford's number one real estate firm because of fans like you. The agents of Cannon Cleary McGraw are true experts in their field, and it shows with hundreds of five-star reviews and unwavering commitment to their clients. Cannon Cleary McGraw experts specialize in game day condos, seasonal townhomes, and high-end single-family homes. If you are on the sidelines and ready to get in the game, give a Cannon Cleary McGraw agent a call today at 662-371-1000. Tilt the odds in your favor of getting what you want with the best service in Oxford at Cannon Cleary McGraw real estate with over 40 years of combined experience the tom smith land and homes team serving the cleveland mississippi area is committed to achieving the best results for buyers and sellers their knowledge and expertise about agricultural hunting and recreational lands is highly known and respected throughout the state with tom smith land and homes you can expect more and get more return on your real estate investment. Contact Tom Smith Landon Homes today at 662-441-2500. Looking for the right place to get your game day colors? Rebel Rags has the largest selection of Ole Miss merchandise anywhere, including football jerseys in every size and color. Come grab them while supplies last. Rebel Rags also has game day polos, sideline gear, tailgate items, and more. Famous name brands like Nike, Under Armour, Columbia, Drake, Coliseum, Champion, and Comfort Color T-shirts. Check out Rebel Rags' new entrance off Jackson Avenue with plenty of parking. Or shop online at rebelrags.net. Rebel Rags, owned and operated by Rebel fans for Rebel fans. Sell them, Molly. Rebel Rags. Anything, everything, Ole Miss. More of the Rebel Yell Hotline, presented by Cannon Motors, coming up next. Hey, we thank Carl for being on the program. Coach Lafferty breaking down the pitching department for the Ole Miss baseball team. Gordon talking a little basketball. Now we'll do the SEC or Ole Miss news, basically, brought to you by Van Atkins Jewelers, South leader in the state jewelry and diamond solitaires, as Chuck always says. You know she's worth it. Well, Patrick Willis inducted into the Pro Bowl Hall of Fame class here, of 2024. Here. Deserving. Yeah. Yeah. Becoming the third to go into Canton, Bruiser Kennard, Gene Hickerson, the other two. And, of course, College Football Hall of Fame for P. Willie and for Kennard back in 1951 to do that as well. Uh, Honolulu was already good for one team. Omaha Softball was there. They beat Hawaii 5-1 to yesterday. They go 4-1 and in the Paradise Classic. Uh, they beat Hawaii twice, uh, Missouri, Kansas City, and Nevada. They lost the opener to BYU 1-4 straight. They're back out on the road. Kennesaw, Georgia is next up. They've already played five games? Yes. That yeah. softball's crazy. They'll play like eight games in a week. Yeah, out and played five in in Hawaii and uh, four. Yeah, they need they they need to bounce back this season. They really do. So off to that good start there. Now let's do a little recruiting news, and we always talk about the Grove Collective, the NIL opportunities for almost student athletes in today's marketplace. What do we have? Yeah, two key Mississippi prospects that I think are trending heavily towards Ole Miss. Our top 50 national prospect, Andrew Maddox, out of Oak Grove, Mississippi. And top 200 uh, prospect, Jacarby Hobson, out of Lake Cormont. He's a linebacker. Uh, both of their brothers just 
join the Ole Miss football team here in January. So I think it's just a matter of when and not if for those two. Uh, rankings, I know we didn't even go over uh, signing day, which in February now means absolutely nothing. But Ole Miss finished number 19 in the high school football recruiting rankings, number one in the JUCO rankings. They signed three out of the top ten players in the JUCO, number three in the portal rankings. Obviously, the portal rankings are ongoing through August. Some hoop tidbits. Um, Ole Miss 2024 center John Ball finishes at number 48 overall prospect in um, the own three sports um, composite sports rankings. And he's a 7-2 center out of overtime elite. And then his teammate, uh, Michael Brown Jr., he's a point guard, five-star point guard. He's in the 25 class. There's rumor he's going to reclassify in this 24 class. He's the number one point guard, and we all know that he's been looking for that future point guard. And their teammates there at Orlando um, at Overtime Elite, and he is one to keep an eye on. And then we'll finish it up with our Good, Bad, and Ugly, brought to you by Riverland Roofing, your local roofing firm. Inspections, new roofs, maintenance programs, they've got you covered home and business. They are certified GAF Master Elite Contractors. Warranties that last a lifetime. Give them a call, 644-4297, riverlandroofing.com. Uh, the good, Gary went over one of these, Patrick Willis being uh, elected to the National Football Hall of Fame. Um, the guy remained humble his whole career, and he's one of those guys that just would not be denied. He had a younger sibling that died while he was at Ole Miss. He overcame that. He overcame being a two-star recruit. He overcame um, going one season with a club on his hand and made All-American on a losing team, which is incredibly hard to do. Uh, and then he went and had a tremendous pro career. So uh, all good things go to come, come to good people, and I'm happy for him. Uh, it's an exciting time of the year for Rebel Sports. Basketball's in full swing and making a final push to hopefully be included in an NCAA tournament. Baseball begins next week with the stand in Hawaii. The sport, spring sports, golf, tennis, softball, track and field are cranking up. Spring football starts next month. It'll be here before you know it. There's something for everyone, and here's a call to all Rebels to support all these teams with your presence. Nothing motivates a team more than having a big, rowdy crowd in attendance. Be there. The bad, well, unfortunately, the men hoop team is on a two-game skid, having lost to Auburn at home to break their home winning streak and losing a tight battle to Red Hot South Carolina and Columbia. They hope to snap out of that tomorrow night at 8 o'clock, but it's a tough task because it's Kentucky at Kentucky, always a hard venue for any team and one that Ole Miss has not had a lot of luck in. That's it. Keith Carter, I think, is the last one to beat him at Kentucky. Wasn't that Valentine's 97, somewhere around there? Yeah, I, I, can't remember. Yeah, I think I so. Can't remember. Yeah. I think so. It's going to be a big game. It's going to be a good opportunity. they just got to gotta limit the second-chance points and uh, and shoot it well, obviously, because Kentucky's going to put up their points. Yeah, I, I expect a game in the 80s, don't you all? Yes. I do. Yep. I do. They're going to score. First one to 88, yeah. I think, wins. And we're going to score. That's yeah. right. I think mm-hmm. so. I think and so. Re- really interesting um, what Carl had to say about the depth on the mound. Uh, I'm, it is. I'm excited to see all those pieces. And like he said, how Mike and he worked this out to see who does what. I mean, there's 26 pitchers on the roster. Yeah. 
And 16, 16 guys that I count that can got a good chance that can be high leverage guys. That's just highly unusual. The, the, the whole thing will be how long can the starters go? How, but they got such a deep bullpen. I, I mean, maybe they don't have to. I don't think they Have will them. this weekend. Yeah, you're not going to run them out there. No, you're not going to 120 pitches. No, Mike always starts them around 80. Yeah, right. And then he builds their arm. And you've got as four games to see all these guys too. Yeah, you've got plenty of innings out there to work with and to do that. All right, fellas, we're done. Hotty toddy.